Oh, what in the wide world of road shows is going on this week? That's right. It's alongside Bernie Neighbors. I'm Jeff McCarriger, and we welcome you to Airmail City in Los Angeles, California. Uh, Shamar Moore will join us coming up here in just about 15 minutes. A huge uh, team announcement tonight by Lucky Bags. So Mike Hennessy is at it again. So I have a big player announcement tonight. Two of uh, top players in the sport. So huge, uh, huge night here at Airmail City in California. Obviously, we'll have the uh, Pro Invitational coming up. Yep, yep. Um, we're here as part of the uh, Spencer uh, McKenzie's Throwdown. It's the largest cornhole tournament in the world what is it uh man 2000 players i think over 2000 players yeah Way it's, too it's many. a ton of players so but uh yeah so thanks for joining us here on borderline as we are on the road this week this is i mean this is fun just being on the road here I mean, if this works it's, and we pull this off we'll maybe we'll, we, we'll do it again we've talked about it what well this, a is, lot. this is show 88 we've talked about this for about a year like oh we should try to do it live we've talked about it at the world championships we've talked about it at different nationals should we go live should we bring some people in well here we are folks we're coming to you live from someone a lot cooler than us at their house, Jamar Moore's house. Like Jeff said, we got cool announcements coming up. I just like the fact that we're here live. We never get to do this live. We've got, we got the commish to your left judging us every second, yeah. every single word. We no say, pressure. Completely judging us. We've got two-time world champion playing pool right across from us, Jamie Graham. I'm okay with this when I sit in my house and I'm just sitting there looking at a really small little camera thing. I'm, I'm fine. I'm literally shaking right now doing this live in front of people. It's freaking me out. Yeah, this is this is a totally different dynamic, isn't it? Yeah, we got a little audience. Although it's been it's been funny because we we have had to do these on the road sometime where, you know, you you're in your hotel and I'm you know back in Charleston or vice versa. Right. And I've noticed that that in the past when I've been oh you know what happened it happened in Milwaukee. Remember, I was down in the lobby. Right. I had to go down to the lobby to do it because the Wi Fi in the room. Quiet. It's like you know, people are walking around. Yes. Like, hey, welcome to borderline. Yeah. Like, don't and, pay attention to me. And all of a sudden, a couple of people were sitting around like this and just and started watching. I mean, didn't, didn't even know who they were. So like, who is, it's weird. Who is this? Yeah, who is this guy? Sitting he's, here talking into a microphone. I think in he's a lobby. talking about cornhole. <laughs> is he what are they talking about? So we needed we, we the only bad thing with this is that we needed an extra microphone. So because you know I'm just gonna hog the mic like this. It's okay. It's okay. I I, I understand. This is your compensation mic, by the way, for those that know. This is the single largest microphone any human being has ever held. Yeah, yeah. It's extremely large. Yeah, there's already been multiple comments about it behind the scenes. Uh all right. So again, so again, we are we are for those of you who don't know. So Airmail City. This this is Shamar Moore's house. So Shamar, um, big time TV star, like many of you know, um, Criminal Minds is probably what most of you know. But but SWAT has been on the air now on CBS for I think I think yeah, going to the seventh season now of SWAT. So um, just a you know top notch A list actor. So anyway, it just so happened that during COVID, uh, he and some of the cast members got into cornhole. Well, they got into this so much that his backyard, you can't see it. We can't turn the camera. It's its its locked it's in. The, yeah. But the entire backyard, he's got a pool right across behind the camera. And then to the left of the pool are three cornhole, three sets of cornhole boards and then three more behind it. So he's turned the entire backyard into what is now called Airmail City. So that's why I got Airmail City swag, hats, T-shirts, and uh, probably about, I don't know, there's supposed to be about 150 people here tonight, but just a huge night, but so so big to have somebody like that. I mean, an A-list actor who's into the sport. I think it's really cool that he, David Lim, like those guys, A, not only love the sport, right? That's cool. But the fact that they've taken it in, they've taken it upon themselves to become people involved. They want to push the sport as much as possible. And I think that's really cool. I mean, you don't, you get other, you get other actors and they love the sport that they try to get involved in and they, but they don't, they're not doing what they've done with this sport. Like they've taken it upon themselves to make this sport something bigger than all of us thought it would be say five years ago. And now to have A-list actors like you're talking about push the sport. I mean, we're, we've, we've gone beyond the niche sport label when you talk about moments like this. Yeah. Absolutely. Meanwhile, we must not be doing a very good job because everyone, literally everyone that you just mentioned who was in the room, they're all gone. They, yeah, they're all, they, they've all left. They're talking about us. Yeah. Our boss, they, our boss, our is, boss still is still here. And he's like, no, he's just shaking his head the whole time. Everyone else has gone. Literally, as soon as you mentioned Jamie Graham's name, Jamie's like, gone. I'm out of here. Out of here. Yeah. He's like, they're gonna ask me to talk. These guys are. Gone. Yeah, <laughs> yes, they're, they're gonna they're gonna pull they're me out. They're gonna come yeah. up and ask me. No. Yeah, these guys are dorks. We're out of here. 
All right. Um, all right. So, uh, so we're in Los Angeles, and the reason why we're here, the Pro Invitational for the American Cornhole League, will be coming up uh, this weekend. Actually, uh, tomorrow night we're live, so we can say it tomorrow night. So it's the top eight male players in the world paired with the top eight female players in the world. Basically, it's the version of the All-Star Game for cornhole. So they're all playing against each other on ESPN two on Friday night, seven o'clock Pacific. So 10 o'clock Eastern. And then, of course, uh, the throwdown. Uh, Spencer McKenzie's tournament starts Saturday, all day qualifying on Saturday, more qualifying on Sunday. And we'll have the championships for Spencer McKenzie's on Sunday night on ESPN2 as well at 5. Wait, 5 yeah. local, I think is what it is. Is it 5 local? Check, I thought, check I thought, the ESL. I thought, followed, I, th I thought it's reversed, actually. I, I think that comes on at 10 p.m. I think it follows Sunday night baseball on ESPN2. Oh, so that that's when that's when you'll see the semifinals and finals of Spencer McKenzie's. So amazing night of cornhole Sunday night. Make sure you check it out. All right. So a little different show. So we are going to get to our on off and in segment mm. right away. So we're going to we're going to do that right off the top mm. here. Could and then because uh, nothing's happened, Jeff. Nothing's yeah. happened. We're in this kind of lull between seasons. There's nothing really to say cornhole wise. So I came up with some completely nonsensical on off and in okay so we'll do that here in just a second so again the run of show a little bit different we'll do on off and in. we'll take a break we come back shamar really wanted to come on and join us i'm totally good with that we love having him come on love I love mean, having fine. him talking about this we'll yeah. that mic that's nine pounds that you're holding on to well he's the only one strong enough who can lift it he's yeah. yeah so all right so shamar will come on uh, we'll take a break and then um after that We'll bring in Mike Hennessy. Mike is the founder, owner of Lucky Bags Cornhole. And basically, you know, he was the one who reached out to us and said, hey, this is what I've done. You know, these are the guys I'm thinking about. These are the players that I've signed. So we've been sworn to secrecy until tonight. By the way, one of their managers is off to our right, clapping and jumping as she can, if that is any sort of hint. Yeah, so now there's three people in the room watching, so that's good. <laughs> yep, our audience is at three. There it is. Yeah. Microphone <laughs> is on. It's on. It's now a live studio audience. So anyway, so Mike, Mike will come on later in the show um, to to make the big announcement of the two play. I, I, and I'm sure I get it. A lot of you people out there watching are like, well, I already know. Um, just because of by process of elimination, you know, I was on Facebook and on Instagram. Yeah. You start seeing all these players that have signed. And wait a second. There's a couple of big names out there that haven't made an announcement. So I get it. A lot of you probably have already been able to decipher who we're going to talk about tonight but but still special night and then we'll hear from both those players as well so super super happy and excited to be here honored to be here and to uh, be part of this an announcement and thank you for joining us tonight we are on acl on their facebook page this never happens they yeah. never let us ACL on the facebook live page on facebook ever. ever on the book of faith in your facebook yeah but yeah and of course on the digital network as well so by the way you ever like just go on social media and feel bad about yourself? Like when you see oh, with yes. all the people that you yeah. like, they're going on all these trips. I saw some friends of mine were in the Greek Isles. I was like, what, what am I doing? Like I, I moved. Way to go. Like that was my big thing, but I don't put it on social media. But you know what I mean? Like I look up and everyone's in the Greek Isles or they're, they're taking this trip or they're doing this. It's like, do I do anything yeah. like exciting, fun, other than hang out at Shamar's backyard? I was gonna say that is kind of cool, actually. I mean, this is I guess this is our vacation. And you did you did move to Wilmington, North Carolina. I mean, it Ooh, it's yeah, not like you were not like yeah, you were moving somewhere yeah. else. So. To the water, baby. All right, are we? Uh, yeah, you ready? You want to get to our on off and in? We can. It's so bad. It's so bad this week. I mean, look, you guys have been watching our show. You know, we've been doing this little segment for a while now. And during the season, it's actually kind of fun because there's a lot of stuff we talk about, and we can say what we were right about. We can say what we were wrong about. We're in between seasons, so now we got to talk about ourselves. It's kind of boring. Well, I mean, fortunately for me, it's it's pretty easy because I'm wrong about a lot mm -hmm. of stuff. Facts. That, 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 that doesn't even have to do with cornhole. Shout so. out, Professor. Hashtag facts, Jeff. <laughs> All right. So I, I like that you came up with this a couple weeks ago. So let's let's do it. You want to go back and forth? We can. Okay. So sure. on, off, and in. It's the fastest growing, most popular segment of any podcast in the world right now. You can look it up. Google it. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, you want to go first? I can. Okay. Do you, like, you, you, do you, want you want to do your? You want to do your on? I'll do my I, on. I'll, I'll do my on because it's awful. All right. On, off, and in. You're on first. Here we go. For those of you that are Star Wars fans, Ashoka just started, and a lot of us out there were wondering: Is it going to be like the Mandalorian? Is it going to be a Mandalorian clone? I thought it would be. It's not. It kind of is. 
but it's not. It's a cool show. It's 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 a little different vibe. It's not the same kind of thing. That's my on the board. I thought it would be exactly like the Mandalorian, kind of campy, kind of silly, made to be like a '50s like serial, like the westerns were back in the day. It's a little bit different than that. So that's my on the board, and that's how boring things have gotten. We can't talk cornhole. I went straight Star Wars for my on the board. Wow, I, I kind of dig that though. I like it. All right, all right. So for my on, I am going to talk a little bit of cornhole. Let's do it. So and and I'm I, I feel like I'm just on on this right now. I'm sh- I'm not quite sure if I'm in the hole and totally. I'm kind of feeling feeling it out. I dropped this on uh, around the ACL this week when I hosted with uh, Trey and with Anthony. So I, I I've come up with a new way that I want to describe the game. Um, you know, you and I talk about offense versus defense right. all the time in, in the game. So that, that's how I want to. That's how I want to approach this. You know, for for someone who plays a block game, you're you're basically a defensive minded player. Nothing wrong with that. We talk about this all the time sure. in, in different sports. Um, you know, in football, basketball, baseball is very relatable. We talk about offense and defense. So I'm not going to call it anymore carpet, you know, player versus a fast player, slide player versus sticky player. I, I'm now going to start talking more about offense and defense. I think that's a way to do it because, you know, I, I get a lot of comments on social media from people, you know, saying saying that, well, you know, watching someone hit 40 bags in a row, you're never going to win. You're never going to score. You never. I get it. I'm not anti-block. Please, please, you know, don't don't misunderstand me. I'm not anti-block. What I am is when you play the defensive game, you still have to score to win. You still have to play offense. So I still think that I'm so I still think like I said, I think I'm on with this. Yeah. I'm not quite in the hole yet, but I want to start I want to I want to start calling it offense and defensive players. To your point, like like the old saying, defense wins championships, right? Like in every sport. However, you still got to score. You yes. can be the best defensive team in the world, no matter what the sport is. Very rarely do they win championships. They may get deep in tournaments. They may get deep in a season. You still got to score. You still got to find a way, regardless of what sport it is, to put points on the board. And in cornhole, you still got to find a way to beat the other team. And defense doesn't always do it, especially to your point now. With what everyone can do, we've talked about the five tool players that exist, the five tool game, if you will. There's a player in this room right now that's kind of off to our left that's the perfect example of this style, that he can run bags with you if he wants to, but he can also play defense. And I think I, I that's think, to your point. Yeah, I, th- I think he's like a good, a good baseball team. He, 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 is, he has become a really good pitcher, but he can also hit. Right. I mean, he can hit a double into the gap he and score. Yeah, I mean, so 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 he's doing. He's playing both. Yeah, offense and defense. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, all right. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta move quickly. We're already <laughs> shocking, right? We're already running by. All right. So all right, off. I'm gonna do off the board. Turns out we have some women out there that are gonna give birth here in the next year in the cornhole. None of them want the name Bernie. I, I would have thought Bernie would have been the great name for some of the Bernie Bubenheim. Yes, I like that me? one. That would have been perfect. Perfect. Off the board. No one wants it. Everyone, everyone's upset with the name Bernie. I, I, it, it hurts me. Deep. Bernie Bernie Bubenheim has a great Are ring to it. Are you kidding me? That is an all-star name. Double B. <laughs> there it is. Double B. Yeah, yeah that works too. Uh, all right, I like that. My my off uh, off the board neck pillow. Right. I, I've heard so much about neck pillows. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna buy a neck pillow on our trip out you to don't California. Like neck pillows? I can't. No. I, like maybe I'm missing something. I, I my neck hurt. I didn't sleep. It was a terrible flight out here from Charleston. So, so I'm off the board with this neck pillow thing. I think I'm done. So, if anyone wants it, it's in the trunk. You can have it. So, I'm I'm done with neck pillow. All right, uh, in the hole. What do you got for the hole? I still suck at golf. I I've always said that I suck at golf. Turns out, when hit balls the other day, still horrid golfer. Absolutely horrid golfer. That's my in the hole. I think I think you're actually a very good golfer. Well. I think you're a good golfer. You just get too upset with yourself. You get so angry because you because you feel like you're Tiger Woods. You're you got to lower lower the expectations. Lower expectations. All right, um, all right. So my in the hole, just real quick, and then we'll uh, take a break and then bring on Shamar. Uh, in the hole, Cheyenne Bubenheim. Speaking of which, great great transition. Um, I just want to give her a shout out again, Bernie. I mean, I, we didn't get a chance to talk about this last week, but um, I. I I don't care what your thoughts are. What, you know, where you think that the the women's game is versus the men, they can compete against each other. I know, I know the women are still, you know, trying trying to to improve their game so they compete on a higher level, more consistently with the guys. So you can say whatever you want about the female um, side of the sport and the women's rankings. Cheyenne won the Grand Slam. She won all four major events in the sport of professional cornhole this year, and then followed it up. At the World Championships, winning the singles and doubles World Championship and winning the pro shootout, $20,000 in the pro shootout. So, yep. so I mean, you know, that 
I love that. I love that she just swept every event. Cheyenne, congratulations. I don't care what sport. I don't care about the, the women's game. Maybe it's not as deep as you'd like it to be, whatever. That is a feat, right? I mean, to do that in any sport gross. is incredible. It's gross how good that is, yeah. actually. And, it, and I think it actually will, over time, make the women's game better because when you have – and you talk about this all the time. When you have greatness, you have to go beat greatness. You have to find a way to be that great. And she's 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 put the bar at an extremely high level for the ladies. And now it's their job to go find that bar. Yeah. So I'm with you. I think it's amazing. Yeah. All right. That's on off and in this week. We are going to take a break. And when we come back, we are going to track down Shamar Moore, who will join us. And then coming up later in the show, we are again live here in Los Angeles. We'll have Mike Hennessy with Lucky Bags to make a huge announcement. I mean, this is going to be a powerhouse team coming up for the 2024 season. So we'll take a quick time out and back with more from Airmail City right after this. We are back live here from Airmail City in Los Angeles, California, alongside Bernie. I'm Jeff, and this is the man, Shamar Moore, joining us here on Borderline. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, for hosting us again. Uh, we're looking forward to this big announcement by Mike Hennessy and Lucky Bags. Yeah, I think he's overcompensating. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what Bernie said. Yeah. All right, yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> But no, seriously, thanks for hosting us again. No, the, and everything you do. For the the, the, this makes me happy. This makes me happy. Just uh, you know, this is my home first, and uh, and and organically, a few years ago, and I've told the story a million times. But you know, there, I, I got this house. I got the keys to this house four days before lockdown. I got into the house. It was empty. I had to decorate it. My, I had, it has a pool. It has fun stuff. It has a pool table, a, a basketball court, and it had a putting green. And I was like, Mama, I made it. I, I, I got a putting green. You know, that means I'm rich, bitch. You know? and, and then and then all of a sudden we turned on ESPN and, and because of COVID, everything got all the sports got shut down and. Uh, we turned on ESPN and there was darts and there was what we called at the time beanbag. And I was like, yo, fellas, homies. I said, beanbag is a professional sport. Who knew? You know, and I'm, I'm 53. I grew up playing horseshoes. So I knew what cornhole was. I just didn't know, you know, like they say, there's levels to this stuff. And so we learned pretty quickly. And then we got some boards through some friends and they weren't professional ACL boards, but they were some boards. And then I hit a four bagger after practicing a bunch. And then my boy, David Lim from SWAT, my, my co-star, he hit a like a 12 bagger, but he lied because he put that he put it on a loop. So it made the, <laughs> he put it on loop. So it looked like every bag went in. And then so we did that. And then we got a DM from somebody called the robot. 
And I didn't know. I was like, who, who would name themselves a robot? Like we, we weren't taking it seriously. And then and then we DM back and forth, back and forth. And then the, ro the robot being Trey Birchfield said, can I bring some friends, which happened to be Bella Soprentis, Tony Smith, Hunter Thorne, Noah Wooten, Noah Monzer, Devin Harbaugh, uh, uh, Ryan Windsor, Matt Sorrells. I mean, we just uh, Cameron Belvin. And, and so we did. So, no, I so I met them and they were kids. And I was like, yeah, hide the alcohol, hide everything. I'm not, I'm not trying to go to jail. Um, and, and, you know, and then long, long story short, we became friends. And then they inspired me to just dig up my, my golf putting green and put some more boards. But then I had a, a good friend, a dear friend who was an artist doing some art around my house. I said, can you paint a wall? I said, okay. So then we just came up with Airmail City and we painted the wall and we kept playing cornhole and playing cornhole. And then the now what you guys call the Brat Pack, those names that I just named. By the way, you're welcome they, for the name. They, okay. Because I know and, and no, I, and I want to make sure that hey, I. Hey, you, did you spell I, that? I, I want to make sure that I don't get credit for the Brat Pack because it sounds like something a Hollywood dude would do. But this guy who thinks he's Hollywood, he came up, he came up with the name. And so now we have the Brat Pack. And so anyway, so then I met Stacey Moore, the commissioner, and Bernie and Fred and yourself and Trey Ryder. Uh, and then I met Matt Guy and Brett Guy and Jamie Graham and uh, uh, Cheyenne Renner, Bubenheim. I just started meeting Josh Holland. I started meeting and, 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 and a lot of them are here right now. And it, it just came from an organic idea, an organic passion. And all I'm here to do is support the ACL, support these players, support their level of talent. And that's what people need to understand is it's not about Shamar Moore and David Lim and Airmail City. It's Shamar Moore and David Lim and Airmail City want to showcase something that I don't think people understand, that the, the, the best of the best in the world that can put a beanbag in a hole are really something to be reckoned with. And here we are just having a pre-party before a big tournament they're having this weekend. And I'm, I'm happy to be here. All I want to do and all I want to know is what's it going to take for me to be a villain and killed off on SWAT? That's easy. Hey, hey, I'm executive producer. I'm the star of the show. I'll get you on the show. And I will I will I will rivet your backside with bullets before before we go to a Geico commercial. <laughs> hey, so I, I, I wanted to ask you some limited time here Am I with to the drink on camera. Absolutely. All right, baby, yeah, yeah, baby, yeah. baby, baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's why we call it borderline. My yes. girlfriend, she, she knows the assignment. Um, Hold on. <laughs> Absolutely, mm -hmm. much better looking on camera. Oh, great! This yeah. Is, so now is, I just got now I just got even uglier. Thank you, thank you. This I was already feeling hat. terrible. My name is Jezrey. Uh, this is Jezrey. Yeah, that's right. We are teamwork make the dream work. The baby is not here, so we don't need negative comments. The baby is with the nanny. All right, we are responsible parents, so cut it out. But right now we party. <laughs> Desiree, how do you, how do you, I mean, you must love it also. I mean, to be able to put up with hundreds of people coming over to the house to play corn. Well, I, mean, uh, I, 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 I give her my credit card. I let her go shopping. Oh, <laughs> I say, baby, I'm having some cornhole people over. There's only going to be about 20 of them. And then 130 of them show up. <laughs> It's cool though. Everyone's having fun. I'm having. I mean, it's it's a good time. It's a good. It's a good group of people. It's really fun. All right. So before we let you go, so of all the, I mean, truly, I mean, a, a guy of your level, a list actor. You've been in so many great TV shows. You've had such a great a great career. You can do anything you want. You can play any sport that you want. Why? What is it that you love about cornhole? Well, because I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are like, wait a second, what? Why? He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, I, I'm 53 years old, and my original, my initial dream was to be a professional baseball player. And another funny story is my family's from Boston, and so growing up, I wanted to play for the Red Sox, and I also wanted to make enough money to have a house to where I could have a backyard a wiffle ball Fenway Park backyard. <laughs> yeah. And I never got the wiffle ball Fenway backyard. But who knew, to, your, to answer your question, who knew that I would end up with an ACL pro-approved cornhole professional arena in my backyard for my friends to enjoy and for the best in the world to enjoy. And, and that's what's crazy is the slogan for ACL is anybody can play, anybody can win. But I'm just going to keep it real. Not anybody can be as good as the best in the world. And they're here. And, it, and it's remarkable. 
I'm blessed. I've had a 29 year career. I have an extraordinary life. Um, I don't have a dog in this fight, except that I'm passionate about it. That's it. I just, um, and I'm, I, I can check my ego at the door. I'm great at what I do, but this game ain't about me. I'm trying to be the best cornhole player I can be, but I'm not trying to be pro. All right. I'm not trying to be Jamie. Graham. Wait a second. You did just win Super Bowl. I, I, I know, but <laughs> But you are a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, but that was just some silly stuff you guys do on ACL <laughs> to give the pros a break. <laughs> All right. Yeah, like, no, but I but I take it seriously. Don't don't think I don't take it seriously. Yeah. But I, I'm not I'm not trying to be pro. I'm trying to be the best that I can be at it. And it is true. Anybody can play. Anybody can win. And when you do play it, it's it's you, you get addicted to it. And I've become addicted to it. And so have my friends David Lim and Odie Gallup and uh, Bobby and just our Airmail City crew. But again, it's not about us. It's just that because we love it, we're having fun bringing more attention to a sport that deserves more attention. Um, what Stacey Moore has built and these players, these players, if you don't know these names, Eric Davis, Josh Holland, Mark Richards, Tony Smith, Noah Wooten, Cheyenne Renner, Bubenheim, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I just, it's, I'm just fascinated by it. Um, yeah, I could, I could invest. I could spend my time doing anything this is just organic organically become yeah. a passion because what i love about cornhole i will say this and maybe i'm saying too much but i don't care what color you are i don't care what religion you are i don't care what your politics are if you like bean bags and beer we can all we all can get along and try to get this damn bag into a hole <laughs> so desert do you play at all yeah he makes me play she hasn't beat me, but she's gotten on my nerves because <laughs> I'm I, I'm supposed to kick her ass and then she'll airmail drag for no reason. Uh, and then she'll it. she'll bully for no reason. I can't be a girl and not know how to do something. I gotta be able to do something. She's athletic. She's an ex-basketball player um, and she's competitive and all that. Um, so yeah, she's, uh, no, I'm not, the day she beats me, I'm going to have to take a vacation. Um, I'm, I'm, switch back, uh, to, <laughs> switch back to wiffle ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Hey, thank you again, uh, for hosting, uh, this incredible party. Thanks for coming on with us. And, uh, pleasure. yeah, we'll it's see you guys pleasure. this weekend. I'm sipping and I'm winning. <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right, when I we come back, <laughs> he's not. He's definitely not. All right, that is the one and only Shamar Moore. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, he'll be back, and we'll also have in the hot seat Mike Hennessy from Lucky Bags with the biggest announcement of player signings, a player team for 2024. That all comes your way next as we continue on Borderline right after this.
right. All right. Behind the scenes look at borderline. Sorry, trying to shift. Hey, Bernie, you got you got room over there? All right. We are we are live from Airmail City, the uh, home of Shamar Moore here in Los Angeles, California. And great to talk to Shamar. We're here for the ACL Pro Invitational. Um, we're here for uh, Spencer McKenzie's and the Throwdown, the largest cornhole tournaments here in California. It's it's amazing, uh, about over 2,000 players. But one of the big reasons why we decided to go live this week with Borderline was because about a week ago, I got a call from this guy right here. This is Mike Hennessy. He's the founder, the owner of Lucky Bags Cornhole. If you haven't had a chance to check out their website, do it. They have awesome merch. They have awesome bags. I get my friends all the time who ask me, hey, how do I get these professional bags? Look it up. Lucky Bags. Uh, it, go to their website. You can find some of their bags. Great stuff. So, but anyway, so he called me. And uh, last year, Mike signed Mark Richards, who, uh, as many of you know, some of you who are watching the show don't know, Mark had probably the greatest season we've ever seen in the sports of professional cornhole last year. As soon as the season was done, this guy signed him right away. Well, we thought that was good. Right, Bernie? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Mike calls us last week. He's like, I've got some big news. And if you guys want to go live with it, um, we'd love to go live with you. So, um, so he's done it. And before we get to the announcement, Bernie, I mean, it was really, it, it, it was great that Mike called us to do this on the show. And this is a huge signing. I mean, I you know better than they I were. I thought it was really cool. I, I, I'll be honest. I was the one I was like, oh, man, can we really do that? Can we do this live? Can we do it? I mean, look, we, we're actually drawing a crowd now. I can talk into a camera and not get nervous. And I know Mike feels my pain on this. Now there's people here and I'm literally shaking. <laughs> while we do this but no i i it's super cool that we're actually yeah, it's super cool that we're actually able to pull this off i mean this is this is amazing this is actually a really big moment for our upcoming season too yeah i agree yeah this is this is a huge signing so all right without further ado let's get to this again for those of you we do have people outside of the cornhole family who watch this show so bag manufacturers like mike other bag manufacturers with other companies we talk about, Fire, BG, Ultra. I shouldn't start naming them because I'm going to leave some out and get in trouble. Jeff Reynolds, I saw him. They sign players, and they sign them to big contracts. It's a big deal when you get picked up by a bag manufacturer. And and some of these bag manufacturers have gone after some of the biggest names in the sport. This guy has done that. He has done it again. So let's get to it. Mike Hennessy, Lucky Bags, the announcement of two new players playing together um, under the Lucky Bags name. And uh, we'll let you tell everybody waiting in the room who they are. Well, I'm going to let them reveal it, but I'll bring on uh, I'll bring on Mark to say a word. And uh, another great season by Mark this year. And uh, I'll let him I'll let him take the mic and uh, let him do the honors. Uh, so with the uh, the 2024 uh, pairing. I would like to introduce Corey Lightskin Gilbert. As as my barber for the season. Hey, hey, let's go. Lightskin made it, mama. He, he gets me cut right. And uh everybody knows. Anybody knows Lightskin, they don't get a good cut. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. He did me he did me right last year at Spencer's, and he, I know he's gonna do me right this year. But uh I'm very honored and uh, super excited to say that I'm going to be playing with Tony Smith. Yes, Tea boy. time this season, baby. Yes, sir. All right. So it is now officially out there. Mark Richards and Tony Smith playing together as partners for the 20. 24 season all right so many questions i had questions for mike as well but um all right mark so i mean what was what how, how did this conversation start i mean he signed you last year obviously was talking to you you know about how you know how your last season went i'm you know what, what your future is you know where, how, what you want that to look like so i mean what were these conversations like and how did this how did this start yeah so um after this season um playing with phil lopez the last two seasons um he became my best friend and something, somebody that I just made so many memories with. Um, but I was looking for somebody who um, is able to drive uh, for this and who's able to dedicate their full-time job towards this. And Tony does that. Tony is an unbelievable guy and an unbelievable player. And I couldn't be more excited to be um, with him for this season. 
So of all the players you could have chose, though, I mean, what 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 are other things that stand out? I mean, how much I'm, I'm sure you watch him. Did you scout him at all? I mean, did you watch video? I mean, did you ever did you ever emulate anything that he does? I've played him enough to know <laughs> what he does. Um, there's things that I've kind of picked up on his game, like the roll and cut, something I probably never thought that I would adapt to my game that I'm able to say I, I'm able to throw confidently now. Um, and I'm really looking forward to him maybe teaching me different shots this year, um, but I really like his looseness, um, but he still just puts in so much work and so much time, and he's an unbelievable guy and unbelievable player. Another quick question for you, and this is a tough one. I mean, for those of you who don't know, I mean, it's it's a marriage. They they travel around all the time. I mean, you and Philip actually have your your hand signals and everything. Uh -huh. So there's a flip side of that that's also a little bit sad because Jacob Trzinski is who you played with, a good guys, good friends. Philip Lopez. How does that? What is that dynamic like on that flip side? Yeah, um, I feel like me and Phil, we kind of just uh, adapted to this, like wearing headphones and just kind of being the the quiet partnership that just does what we do on the boards. Um, I really don't know how we're going to be yet, but, um, uh, I know Tony likes to talk through, through shots and I'm definitely going to be, uh, willing and excited to do that this year. All right, Tony, one for you. I mean, what, what was it like? If you can explain to me the timeline of, of when you first heard that this was going to be possible, like how'd this all come together on your end? It was extremely stressful. Um, there was a lot of things I was thinking about. Like you said, with him and Phil, they're very, very close. Um, I wanted to make sure Jacob was going to be A-OK. -okay. Everything was going to be good with him before this became real. And everything just seemed to fall into place perfectly for this to be able to happen. Yeah, it's really, so when you first got that call, um, what, was, what was going through your mind? I, it was an unbelievable opportunity. I, there's nobody, there's really nobody in the sport I respect more than him, especially like as a player. And I feel like he'll be an insanely good like mentor for me in the game, along with just being a great partner, great person. It's going to be, I was very excited. It was, it was, but it was very stressful process on my end. Yeah, I mean, be, between between you know between just, just I shouldn't say between us because everyone's watching, obviously. But um, I mean, I, yes, I've heard a lot of comments already from from people saying, "Well, yeah, I mean, if this is true, if Mark is the guy, Mark might be a perfect person that he can learn from." You know, just just because of your contrasting styles. I think um, a couple of things. Number one, I think an example of respect that we have towards each other. Um, the fourth national in Detroit. I don't know if you remember this, but um, before the game. I told him, I was like, no matter what happens, you know, we have worked extremely hard to get to this point and I'm going to be extremely happy for you if you beat me and, and vice versa. I know Absolutely. that. Yeah. All right. So now one more for you, managing expectations. Uh, when Jamie Graham and Matt Guy got together, all automatically called the super team, right? And and it comes with the bullseye. And, and we joke about this all the time on the on the uh, on borderline on, the, on our podcast because Bernie's a North Carolina guy, I'm a Kansas guy. I know there's a lot of fans out there that are, that are Duke fans. When you, when you're at that level, which you guys are, basically that level of the sport, it comes with a target on your back. I mean, and and and, and I suppose you probably already got a taste of that this past year sure. after what you did last year. Um, Anthony Ione said it a couple of weeks ago on a podcast. He said, "Talent only gets you so far." Um, both of us are, are talented individuals, but both of us are also very committed and very um, open to working extremely hard. Um, one of the conversations we had when we were talking about partnering was, you know, how are we going to respond when things don't go our way? Um, that's something you touched on, um, something that I've said to you, yeah. you know, when I'm playing on the well, I absolutely stage. steal those quotes from you. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, <laughs> so that was one of the things I asked him, and I loved his response. You know, we're going we're gonna to battle. We're going to talk about things. If things don't go our way, we're not going to just stray away from each other. We're open to that stuff, and I think that's what can potentially make us a great duo. What, what do you think you're going to learn the most from playing with Mark? He – he absolutely just like undeniably has the strongest mental game in the sport. It's it's a fact. I, I don't care who who says otherwise. And when I he didn't even know he won the game yet against me in Detroit. Like I like felt like I had to tell him he already won. You did. Like that's how locked in he was. It's just unbelievable to unbelievable to me. So I, I feel like that will I feed off my partners a lot. And I feel like I'll be able to, like, 
kind of uh, like get some of that side of him yeah. from that, and we'll just it, it's going to be a very good year. You know, when when Mike first reached out to you about playing with Mark, um, how much of that did you think about? I mean, do you, do you think about you know? other players out there who can make you better? I mean, did, did you feel like maybe the mental side of the game was maybe a, a, you know, a slight deficiency that you had that you wanted to improve on? I don't know. Mental game was absolutely um, my, my downside, but I feel like that's easily overcomable with just effort. Um, I'm sorry, what was, what was that half of that? I, I missed. No, that's no, that's good. Yeah, and I got Bernie wants to hop in with a question too. I do have one question. In, in all honesty, you have very oh, the camera the camera shots not wide enough. There you go. Very different. <laughs> Hello. Very very stylistically different players. I mean, you know what you're going to get with Mark. You know, bags are going to be in the hole. Tony, a little bit more of a five-tool player, if you will. Did you guys think about that at all? Was it part of the process? Did you worry at all, either one of you? Like 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 this is going to be so different for me. Can I handle playing with that? No, absolutely not. I I, I feel like I prefer. To have someone that I, I just I know where the bag's gonna end up. Mm. Just watching the way that it's thrown, like it's thrown, yeah. I I know where it's gonna end up. I don't have to worry. He's plays extremely extremely smart, so it takes any stress off of me, and I can just play my game. And I feel like it's just it's gonna mesh really well. Yeah. You and you made a bag adjustment last year, correct? Like yeah. a bag where you were able to run bags a little bit more. Yeah. So, like, I feel like, in a sense, he's that's still one of his game plans where, um, you know, if things aren't working well, whether it's a shootout or a national or an open, even, um, you know, he can adjust to that. And I'm ready for it. So, so wait a second. So, you wanted to run some more bags in the hole, is what he just said, <laughs> and score some more. I, I think I heard that right. <laughs> Sorry, we debate this all the time on the show. I'm, I'm a big fan. Whatever, whatever it takes to to get a W at the end of the day, I think him or I, Tony and I am all about. Yeah, absolutely. All right, one more question for you while we've got you. MVP. Um, it was so much fun to see you on the Jumbotron when that was announced. I knew that that meant so much to you. What, what were the emotions that you were feeling when, when they announced your name? I was extremely overwhelmed. I... Um, I knew it was a coin flip between us. Um, he he had the singles W over me. We were both right there at the top of the standings. It, I knew it was close, but when my name was called, it was it was very relieving um, and a very just like accomplishing feeling. Yeah. And I I really I got up there. I was like, uh, <laughs> oh oh god. I was like, oh. We we often ask them, we often ask the players, what's more nerve-wracking, doing interviews or actually playing on stage? Doing interviews is probably, yeah, normally. <laughs> All right, so we've got the 2023 MVP, the 2022 world champion playing together, uh, just being signed uh, by Mike Hennessy and Lucky Bags. We'll be playing together next year for the 2024 season. So, guys, congratulations. Uh, have, have enjoyed watching both your careers rise over the last couple of years and really look forward to watching both of you guys next year. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, new nickname for this guy right here for the season, Tea Time, baby. Tea time. It's Tea time. time. And we're not talking about golf. We're not talking about golf. All right, guys. Congrats, congratulations. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, I, whether he wants to or not, Mike Hennessy is coming on with him because we he's got, some, he's got some explaining to do. All right, we got more on Borderline live from L.A. right after this.
We are back here in Airmail City at Shamar, Mouse, Shamar Moore's house here in Los Angeles, California with Bernie. I'm Jeff. And again, joined by Mike Hennessy. Well, again, congratulations. Uh, huge signings. So between what you did last year, um, and, and really even going further back with Trey Birchfield as well. I mean, Trey, Trey, another former world champion. So, you know, Bernie and I like to like to talk about this. So what is your philosophy behind? I mean, how, how much of this is, you know, helping you know, promote the name of the bags. How much of this is just wanting to win? I mean, how do you, what, what is, what is this as far as a business philosophy for um, you as well? Most of the players I sign, I have a relationship with me and Tony has been pretty, pretty close. And um, he spends a lot of time. And we didn't see this coming. This came out of nowhere. When it presented itself and it looked like a reality, I was all on board. And um, then it was up to Mark. I don't, I don't force my players to play with any, person i let them decide um there was some talking back and forth i'll say mark is very meticulous with his decisions he really thinks things through yeah, shocking right stress, yeah, stresses, shocking. stresses the hell out of me i want an answer i want to like i need an answer and uh he actually said you know look i'm gonna sleep on this and uh you know because he had a couple out he had a couple options and then i'm sure it was a tough decision but ultimately i let them decide um and then I just support them as much as I can. And I try to provide them with the best possible bags. And, and it's going to be fun to watch, man. It's, it's going to be a great season. Yeah. I'm just, I mean, so, all right, look, like, kind of more to like pile on to Jeff's question. We've seen other bag manufacturers say, all right, I'm going to grab this player, this player, this player, this player, right? Because I know they might win. But that is that, I mean, it has to enter into your mind at some point. I mean, you, you also have other players that don't win all the time. So you're obviously, to your point, it's got to be relationship based, but it has to come in there somewhere. Like, I mean, you wouldn't put this type of team together if you didn't think there's a chance for multiple nationals and a world championship next season. Well, I'll be honest, you just don't know. You can't just yeah. take two talented players and throw them together sure. and expect the result. I mean, ultimately, you want that to happen, but it's not always the case. I mean, I remember getting a lot of a lot of flack for putting Alex Rawls or Trey Burstfield. Everybody thought yeah. it was crazy. Right, right. And nobody right. knew who Alex was. I knew who Alex was. I've seen him. I knew his talent. I believe in his talent. And when I, you know, I prepared, I put them two together, um, you know, made it a possibility, I got a lot of flack for it. And then what happened? They didn't finish, what, second in the world yeah. that year? They won They won some. So you just don't know. Um, but if Tony adapts any part of Mark's mental game, he's unstoppable. Absolutely unstoppable. And Mark is just, a, I mean, I don't know anybody who has that mental side like he does. He just locks in. And it's its its fun to watch. It really is. I thought it was really interesting that Tony actually admitted that. Oh, I mean, no. Tony said, listen, you know, I asked him, I said, is this a deficiency in your game? He said, yeah. I mean, I, he needs Mark to help him. Can I ask one lucky backs question, though? Has anyone had a more quiet number two season in the world than Alex Ross? You don't get enough credit. Same thing last year. Same exact thing last year. I, I, you know, honestly, as, as much as Mark did last year, I felt Alex should have won something. He was, he the, was on TV. He was as the, much, if not more the than most consistent player the entire season. I don't believe he finished less than second in any single bracket. All <laughs> last. No, look yeah, it up. Yeah, it's no, true. For real. Yeah. And that, I don't think that'll ever be done again. I mean, it's you think about how the guy, I mean, look this year, we had 16 opens and 14 different winners and 16 opens. Yeah. I mean, and, and we didn't have a, a second winner up until the 14th. Yeah. So, I mean, you were talking a different winner every every single one. So the, the talent's definitely improved. Um, but, you know, his level of play has been phenomenal for two consecutive years, yeah. and he doesn't get a lot of attention. That's true. He just don't. And, um, you know, it's it, – and he's, he's – It's a cool he, chain that he wears. He, he, wants, <laughs> he wants to be number one. I will say that. He wants it bad. So – Going back to how this started, I guess that was my number one question. So it sounds like, did, did Mark come to you then with Tony's name, or did you offer it up? Like, how, how did that conversation start of bringing the top two players in the sport together? So Tony and I, he spent some time at our house for the Open in New Orleans. He's been around. We've all, we were all friends. We all hang out. Um, and then, you know, we talked about the what if, you know, what if. Mm -hmm. And it was just that. And, and nothing serious. And then that world's. Um, he posed a question to me and I said, are you serious? You know, cause there's, there's other things involved that, you know, 
we're all friends and you know you don't want to step on anybody's toes you know you know you know obviously there's feelings that are going to be hurt there's you know other partners so it's it's a trick it's he had a tough decision i mean it's and it weighed on him i, I will say that it weighed on him a lot um his number one concern was jacob i'll, I'll say that yeah. with and that's just me being honest he was he didn't want to do it unless jacob was good and that this says a lot about about Tony, you know, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the character that he has, it's, it's special. You don't, yeah. you don't, you don't see that a lot. Not, not these days. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's admirable to see that. I like it. Yeah. That's a quality that I, I take into consideration a lot of decisions I make. Right. So it's, I, it's just one of the things. Well, it's amazing. Great job getting, uh, getting these top two players signed. Um, it's really, it's, it's, it's amazing what's happening in the sport, isn't it? I mean, the, the money is getting bigger. The winnings are getting bigger. The exposure is getting bigger. I mean, it's really incredible to watch the growth um, of what we've seen. And now you're taking it to another level. It's been fun to be a part of. And, uh, you know, we want to continue to be a part of the growth. And, uh, is it hot enough in here for you? It's a little warm. <laughs> yeah, we had to shut the door. We had to shut the doors in here. All of a sudden, it's it's smoking hot. So, why? I'm sweating like a whole I didn't even know that I <laughs> All right, brother. Well, hey, thank you for calling us. Um, it's an honor to have you on the show to make this huge announcement. That this, you know, you guys, you're, you're the voice, and it, you, you know, just anybody thinks cornhole and announcements, it's you guys. So you don't, you don't have to look at Bernie. You can just look at me. Yeah, it's okay. No one looks at me. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Hey, well, thank you all for letting us do this. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. No. Seriously, it's an honor. Congratulations. We'll talk to you later. Thank you, sir. All right. That's Mike Hennessy of Lucky Bags again, signing Mark Richards and Tony Smith playing together coming up in the 2024 season. I cannot wait to watch and see how these guys do. All right, one more final timeout. Back to wrap up the show live from Los Angeles right after this. Time for our final segment of Borderline live on the road from Airmail City. By the way, if you want to make some of this swag yours, check it out. Uh, make sure you go online, check out Airmail City. Just Google it. You'll find it. You'll find SWAT Cornhole. They got these t shirts, they got hats, they got all kinds of great stuff. And again, Lucky, if you're interested in any Lucky merchandise, make sure you go to Mike's website. They got great stuff on there. So, um, wrapping things up here from Airmail City, what a huge announcement. And as we wrap up our show here, we thought we'd bring in Stacy Moore, the commissioner of the American so Cornhole League. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. I mean, you talk about pulling <laughs> teeth. Pulling we teeth. did. We literally had to pull him by his teeth to get him in here. But all right, real quick, we only got a couple minutes left, but uh, huge signing. Like we were just talking to Mike, you heard it. You were, you were here. I mean, the sport has just grown and grown and grown. And uh, man, Mike's done it again. I mean, two, two of the best players in the sport. Yeah. The MVPs from the last two seasons coming together. It's crazy. Yeah. But uh, we've seen these. 
super signings before, like you guys mentioned. Uh, I remember when Matt and Jamie were coming together, we had a lot of conversations before uh, that pairing happened. This one, I didn't get to have conversations with these guys before they pulled it off, but I think it's super cool. And after hearing that interview, I got a lot of confidence in this team. Yeah. It's it's really amazing, is it? I mean, you know as as well as anybody from from creating the damn sport that you know, and, and you just brought it up and so did Mike. Just because you're pairing the the top two player, two of the top four players in the world, and the, and the past two MVPs, doesn't mean it's necessarily going to work out. Um, but I'm with you. There was something in their chemistry when they were talking that that makes you think this could work. Yeah, actually, earlier today before they went on, that, that's what I told them. I said my biggest concern is, are you guys going to have the chemistry? Um, and so. I had a lot less confidence. I was like, I don't know if this team is really going to be all that good. Yeah, even though, yeah, stylistically, even though, like, like yeah. there is a concern, and I brought it up. Like stylistically, I think there is a concern with the approach that they both have to play the game. So in a doubles matchup, you're getting two completely different styles coming at you. However, that can also be the flip side. That can be immensely powerful. If you have both of them playing at an, at an A level, which they normally do, how do you beat them? Because you know who they both are. How do you then compete against that? So it is a concern. However, the flip side of that coin is it could be utterly dominant. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, Mark and Phil were so good because of their team chemistry. Like you said, like they could look at each other and they didn't need to say anything. They had yeah. sign language and they yeah. were on the same page constantly. And so yeah. it's like seeing if that's going to carry over and seeing Mark and Tony get on the same page is going to be something everyone needs to watch. Looking forward to this one. Were you were you, were you uh, surprised at all when, when you first heard about this pairing? You know what? Nothing in this sport surprises me, especially with the bag manufacturers. <laughs> I mean, it is it is I madness. It is. Uh, can, I, can I be the only one to say I was surprised? <laughs> it is I, I was a little surprised because I, I was I was too. Style, I mean, once again, I'm going to say it again. Stylistically, they're so different in some ways. I, I wasn't sure they would both be like, yeah, I would love to play with him, but. Like I said, if it works, they could be utterly dominant. I mean, Mike Hennessy is one of the most aggressive bag manufacturers out there in terms of signing players. And he definitely wants the best of the best to be under under his brand. And so it's not surprising to me that, that he went after Tony or that it kind of all came together because, as he mentioned, they've been friends for a long time um, hanging out. And, you know, it's just really cool to, to see it come together. It's also going to be cool to see – what else gets shaken up, you know, because there, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of conversations, right? Who's going to end up playing with Jake? We don't know yet. Yeah. So, you know, there's still a lot more shoes to drop after this big announcement. And I'm looking forward to seeing all the new pairings and, and how they come out and compete next season. It's going to be a fantastic season. Well, real quick, we only have like a minute left here. But uh, again, one of the main reasons we're out here is for the ACL Pro Invitational, basically the all-star um, event of the sport top eight male players against the top uh, eight women's players. The pairings are great. It's going to be an ESPN too. Um, I really love this format. Uh, again, we only have about 30 seconds left, but this is a great format you guys have created. Yeah, I think this format is here to stay. You know, we tinkered around with this uh, kind of our all-star event or this pro invitational uh, over the last few years, but I really like the top eight men, top eight women, pairing them up together and watch them battle out. Right. Last year, what Mark got paired up with Cheyenne and everyone was like, oh, that's the super team. There's no way that they're going to lose. And when they, you came out and you came out and laid an egg in the first round. <laughs> Stacy, he's standing yeah, right know, here. <laughs> Mark knows I love him. Man. It's, uh, it's all good. No, he he just yeah, said, yeah, that, that, you know, Shamar last year, he was texting me telling me how unfair the pairings were and he wanted to redraw. He's like, you got to redraw. There's no way that you can let Mark and Cheyenne play together. That's not fair. And then Tony came out and won. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, won in the backyard. So, hey, that's why you got to tune in because anyone can play, anyone can win. You never know who's going to win that oh pro invitation. Oh, my God. He slid the tagline in there, yeah. <laughs> just, just in time. So, again, that will be on ESPN2 on Friday. And then on Sunday, uh, we're on ESPN2 again for the Spencer McKenzie's Championship, the biggest cornhole tournament in the world. Uh, almost, uh, what, about 2,000 players will be in that one. Yep. It's going to be awesome. Yep. Got a big weekend. Again, ESPN2. Uh, all right, that'll wrap things up. Our first ever episode live, Borderline on the Road in Los Angeles for Bernie, for Stacy, for Mark, and Tony, and Mike. Shamar, thank you so much for being a host uh, of this entire event. Thank you to everybody. And we will talk to you again next week on the show. Bye, everybody. All right.